Hi everyone, and welcome to our album review for Don Lennon's new project, Imagine. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be talking about that track by track over here on this little bonus episode of the Headspace Podcast, the show where we break down new hip-hop projects track by track. Albums like, well in this case an EP, Imagine by Don Lennon. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're going to do here. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. And before we get into it, it's my new favorite segment called Self-Promo Plug Time, <laughs> where I tell y'all that I just dropped a track May 13 called Behind That Sue, where you can check what, out the what? music video on this channel, the SoundCloud. Uh, sorry, the Spotify is down below. You can use a, a couple follows on Spotify, a couple little spins over there. Yeah. And the distro kid for the next single out June 24th is down there too. So if you want to show us some love and hit that pre-save follow, that would be super dope of you too. Also, if you like what we do here, you can check out the Patreon where you can support us more directly. And, you know, because we all into the real studious nature of looking at these artists and what they create with, like, super seriousness and treating it like the high art form that it really is. Yep. Well, at least that's what I'm trying to do with it, with my grungy-ass cuss words and such. Anyhow, uh, I did I say my name? Did you sure I, did. Because I, for, I forgot, and she got real mad at me <laughs> the other time. It wasn't that bad. I was just like, we didn't say her name. So anyway, this is the part of the album review how we started where we discuss why we review the the peoples which is actually just because people cared enough to comment and criticize why we would choose album choices back when we were younger and more ignorant now we are here and in this case is because i mean don lennon uh is the the name now that i'm using but like up until very recently i would have just said urban logics and yeah. if you were to go to pretty much any english rapper i don't know probably a bunch of french ones too in Montreal, and you were to say Urban Logics, everybody knows who this guy is. And if you don't, it's a shame. Because, like, in my opinion, I've never actually met an MC that I've talked to who doesn't know who Urban Logics is and who isn't quick to name drop him if they do know him. Like, if they... If, like, you, you're like, yo, I talked to Urban... Oh, I know Urban Logics. It's like, <laughs> damn, man. So it's like, it's... uh. He's a busy bee. But no, in general, he's... I've seen him freestyle a bunch of different things across. So, like they did this Big Bang Montreal, where him, Odd Man Black, would come through for the sovereign music movement that they're affiliated with, and they would just run this open mic over and over and over and over again for a really fucking long time too. And I was like, uh, I, I went there quite a few times when I was younger, and it was it was cool just to see that about the cultureness of it. Um, anyway, one time I. Um, I uh, I said I would take a CD and I would pay back a twenty dollars <laughs> later on. And what this happened? Was in like twenty thirteen. And what happened? I don't know if I told the story, but either way, uh, years go by, and one day, Mr. Uh, Don Lennon over here hits me up and goes, "According to our sales records, you have an outstanding debt." And I'm like, "Oh shit." Anyway, long story short, this dude comes over and we start shooting the shit, and I pay him and whatnot. But he um. He's an intimidating collector, is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> like when he shows up, and you're like, I mean, it's whatever, twenty bucks is nothing. But uh, I was just like, whatever. And then we started chit chatting, and honestly, since that moment, where again, like, what are the odds that years later or such a thing that somebody comes connected into your world? Uh, we started chit chatting, and I have many a great conversations with him personally, yeah. where I can say, uh, Don Lennon is a really wise dude with a lot of knowledge yeah with a level of awareness for kind of his also his ignorance which is a humility that comes with it too like he's 
humble enough to to be willing to be receptive to different ideas and stuff like we've had in my opinion a pretty dope exchange of ideas in our conversations when we've had them so yeah. i don't know it's kind of my pleasure to inevitably get to him but you may have noticed we doing a bunch of sovereign music movement stuff so a lot of that is because don lennon well he's just a compellingly convincing guy how yeah. could i can't say no and he's local you know but honestly there are a couple of these tracks where I swear he was sh- like he would break he would like start spitting the bars, then he would interrupt himself and go on a 15 minute tangent <laughs> describing the history of Montreal hip hop to support like three bars. Like yeah. that's true story stuff. And if y'all want to see it, just go hit him up and say go on go on go on to behind that Sue podcast and break down the history of Montreal hip hop in segments. Just if y'all want to see it, go go let the man Make know. It because I personally would just love to sit there and go, keep on talking, dude. Let's get this content going. Keep on talking. I'm down for that. I think it would be great for the city to have such a dude who's so integrated into the, you know, watching it evolve, come through and break down the yeah, history. Yeah, he knows the history, so I like that. A lot of it. Anyway, and uh, I think he's an entertaining talker. Yeah. Very verbose man, which is great because he's rapping. And you know what? You kind of want your rappers to He's be like a storyteller, right? To be good at this, that is something that's essential. So, having uh, anyway, I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore. Uh, let's get into the review. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Now, I like the cover. He um, is called Imagine, which I'm going to assume, having heard the pro- project, may be related a little bit more to that John Lennon song. Yeah. And now that I've heard the project, I can't think of anything else than that when I look at it. So. I guess a little spoilers that we might be talking about that a little bit later on. And also, this came out um, very recently, uh, April 30th, 2020. Mm. So So it's new enough for a proper headspace. We're not like that, that late with it. Yeah. But I just like the title Imagine because if y'all may have noticed listening to me, I have a pretty active imagination and I'm constantly into philosophizing about the future. Would y'all like a current one from me? I'll give you a current one. this is today we're recording March 17th. It's a March 17th, 2020 epiphany for myself. So everybody on Facebook is dropping those little emoji thingies, right? So I went and tried to make one and I was like, I have to pick stuff? I thought it was automatic. Fuck that. And I <laughs> Well, closed. you have to make your own guy. No, not in the future. And that's where I'm going <laughs> with this. So here's what's happening. And I would gamble everything on this. I would gamble my entire... Not entirely everything. That would be foolish. I would gamble a lot on the idea that right now what they're doing is you have a picture, a whole lot of pictures associated to your name. And now next to your picture settings, you're going to have what you would do if you took the time to customize an avatar based on what you currently look like. And so millions and millions of people are feeding Facebook's AI algorithms a bunch of data so that when they drop... Well, you can already detect your face on like... A picture. But it was probably having trouble taking pictures and making photorealistic avatars, right? Mm. To make avatars, people would be satisfied. Why is this important? Facebook Horizon is on the future, my friends. This is the virtual reality spaces app that will basically dominate the world and further into... Anyway, if you really want to go at it, that's why condos are so popping. Smaller venues give you a VR headset. Now you're out in the world again. Anyway, lots of crazy stuff I could go on about on that length. Sure can. Um, but I believe that what they're doing is using a bunch of people and they're tricking people to do a bunch of work for them for free, right? So they're all going, yeah, look at me. And then they all come in with their stupid, hello, <laughs> hello. 
hello. It's like the fucking dumbest shit ever. It's like, yo, y'all are grown adults, just like sheep, just doing this shit. But the threat is that they're furthering Facebook's agenda like real the fast. Because what's going to happen then is they're going to drop Facebook Horizon. And how is it going to beat its competitors? How is it going to crush and dominate them? You're going to be able to upload your damn picture and it's going to pop out an avatar. And people like me are going to be like, oh, I don't actually have to do anything. And that is worth real money in the tech sphere. That's the kind of imagination that I have in my mind going on a lot. So when I hear imagine and I see him with his cloudiness going on and his very hippie-esque glasses, yeah. it's like I've seen the dude a lot of times in real life. So seeing him on this cover with the glasses was like a whoa. It was a little bit of a whoa moment for me. I was like, I wasn't expecting that cover. I'll be completely mm. honest with you. But I love it. Yeah. Because if I were to think about the man also, it works. I've just personally never i don't know how many times i've seen him in the daytime either to actually where he would need sunglasses <laughs> of any right. variety right so i don't know that i would have noticed that anyway but i think we have seen him show up with like a like a little hat like that and yeah i've seen the know, hat things i've like seen that. the braids but he definitely looks really cool and i lo- and um i guess we can take the the time to say that there's a different cover for each song as well, and I like that series, and I like that there's like a variety. Like there's one where he's smiling, and like there's one where he's like, "I'm serious." And, I love you know, the one like, where he's smiling. Me too. Because it looks like smiling wasn't the easiest. Like to get that smile wasn't that wasn't the first try. Like it looked like I don't know. I've seen him smile like that, and I know. Nice. But I feel like he mean mugged in all the other pictures. Like yo, I know how to mean mug. Like, but like he's got like a cool aesthetic, and no, it works I love with it. like. But I feel like the smile, like I could just picture him like trying to get the perfect smile and it being a lot harder in the pose. And then that was like the perfect one because they caught yeah. it at like this moment where he was chuckling. Or so. That's how I pictured it. <laughs> maybe, going. maybe. Because I like that smile. It's, yeah. it's very like. Genuine. It's It doesn't look fake. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice smile. I'm not trying to hate. I just like it. It's I just, true. But the rest of them are straight mean mugging, right? <laughs> straight up. The same fucking face on the but other like, four of them. But like different. I don't know. And I like. Oh, there's one where he's. Um, you can see his um, pendant on his necklace that he's wearing. It's a Montreal chain. And it's. Yeah. And it's a Montreal. Like. I don't know what that is. It's, it's like our, the symbol. It's like or our the, symbol. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know where the fuck it came from. I just know that a bunch of rappers wore that shit. And then I started noticing it around the city. So, so I, it's cool that he has that on, you know, that he's repping Montreal. I should get some Montreal shit. I don't even have any. I should get like a... You got Montreal's finest on your head. It's not that Montreal shit. This is this is just a brand that's locally where you can like find them if you type Montreal's finest on Instagram and cop their shit because, yo, why not? It's got a cat and it's Montreal's finest. What else do you want in life? If well, I don't really I don't like know. cats, but it works for her. Yep. Anyway, a whole bunch of tracks to talk about five. And uh, in 23 minutes, he says a lot. So let's move on to Budapest. Budapest. All right, Bonnie. I heard you had a question about this song. Yes. I wanted to know if he was Hungarian. So I asked him, are you Hungarian? I have not yet heard this answer. And before we get into the track, and it's actually real relevant to the bars of the song, I just, I really, to give you a sense of what a conversation with Mr. Don Lennon is like, he basically goes, actually, I'm an ancient Hebrew Israelite, a the sovereign theocratic nation of, I think, Yahweh, Wav, I'm fuck man, Yahweh, I'm sorry if I butchered that, I'm trying Yahweh, to make it yeah. sound alive, but I'm fucking it up, anyway, 
Either way, so that's the correct answer because that effectively taps into what he believes in. And I really don't want to fuck a lot with the theological essence of what he would describe with a lot more essence. But that would be like the correct answer followed by the actual answer to the question I was asking because of the sake of conversation and the bars in the track. Mm -hmm. But my ancestors passed through and settled in throughout and around that which is geographically hungry since about 895 AD to now. Uh, like off the jump you're like yeah of course because that's how long hungry i guess has been hungry right because it's like you have to have like the history bar in it and like the fucking level of depth that will so i used to say hello everybody and then he's like you know hello it's like hell low it's like negative terms break down and i'm like i can't even fucking say hello because he broke down the history and fucked it now you'll notice hi everybody that's how i start my sh- i literally changed it because urban oh, is fucking shit and then there's some extra facts his mother is born in bc which is dope that's canada and uh both her parents are from hungary given the ethnic kind of sense because when we talk about the bar hungry in my genes you know it's literally in the man's genetic codes yeah but hold up there's genes, like actual genes in his family. So his Aunt Gabby was an accountant for the diesel men's jeans and workwear in fucking Canada. Married an Italian Uncle Joe. And then later on, you'll see trappers. We'll get there just for context because we're here and I have the text messages. Like it's trappers, a number like one people- selling pair of Hungarian made jeans in the world of all time. Motherfucker. There's just like well, what I'm trying to go goodness. with that. That's is, way more knowledge than I would have expected that would come out of that answer. It's just, and I'm not going to be able to go literally as bar for bar because it would literally probably take 45 minutes a song with the level of double entendres that you will catch going mm-hmm. through this man's music. So I just wanted to give you like, there was that much backstory to this fucking chorus, hungry in my jeans, I am hungry in my jeans. Just those two bars come with a whole bunch of fucking backstory right because there's yep. literally jeans and anyway he's hungry and then based on the context of the song there's the hungry in my jeans in the sense of like fucking thirst and desire to like conquer and shit but then literally the country the song's called budapest which is in hungry anyway so i'm just trying to say it's real cool plus it's all like interwoven it's yeah it is really cool I have a theory about the sequence of tracks on this album that will, there's no point dropping it now. We're going to have to get into the album a bit. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a bit of a story arc in play here. And it's almost like taking us to the very beginning of the story, what, who he like kind of is in a sense. Yeah. And I really like what that is. I'm going to talk a whole lot, as you guys know. So, Bonnie, why don't you talk so that I don't do that thing where I don't let you talk? Well, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, he's got some really great lyrics. And, you know, he's, you know, Buddha is also marijuana. So he's also talking about being like the Buddha past. um, And he makes reference to that as well. As in the dispenser of the Buddha, thus being a pest, but also having an ethnic roots from Buddha past. Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty cool. Um, And like he talks about like giving Montreal the munchies. And I think that that's kind of like a cool, like play as well um i like that uh, and it really has like a really sick vibe to this one um and i really like you know that whole thing that's you know and it makes me question like well is he hungary da, 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 you know and like to get that kind of an answer from him is just like totally him i love it 
and um you know it's pretty cool the rhymes are really really great and he talks about like some like quebec issues and you know between you know being like anglophone and francophone like having that mix and you know kind of like finding like your place um and like you know he talks about being like uh i think from like Cote de Neige on this one and you know he's got like hungry in my jeans i am hungry in my jeans so he's like hungry and like his you know maybe his jeans aren't fitting him so well because he's like you know starving Ooh, he's a starving artist that's a good one too. i didn't even catch that one yeah and like you know and he's hungry you know he has hungary in his jeans um, side note, I've been to Hungary and I've been to, well, you know, Budapest and, you know, Buda and a pest. Um, so I think that's cool. It's a beautiful so place. So you're saying you are a pest by being a tourist in Budapest. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a lovely, uh, lovely city. Um, and I like that he, you know, says, you know, he makes reference to, like, I need a dollar, you know, from uh, by Allo Black. And I think that that's cool because I love that. Um, and I've been listening to him for a long time. Um, I don't know. He's got some really great bars and like I just think it's really interesting the stuff that he talks about and he like makes like references to um like the jeans like remove a wrangler when you when I Levi, like the Levi and I'm no Justin Biebs, I am the one. Um and I liked the uh, G Star, my true religion shows hungry in my jeans and I think that that's kind of like he's true to his religion i think that that's sort of like a double entendre that he got pretty lucky with and like talking about jeans in this uh, case um you know and he also talks about you know aunt gabby and i think that that's you know exactly what you had mentioned as well um about you know having this you know connection to manufacturing and making jeans in your family like there's just so much going on so i think that that's really cool um, yeah, overall, I really like this song a whole lot. Um, there's like a strong energy and I like what he's saying. And I gave this one a 4.5 on 5. Yeah, I like it too. So now I'm going to talk about some inflammatory subject matter. Snitch 9. Why? Because, um, I made a video on it. I got a text from him. He was like, so you backing the dude now? No, I'm not backing Snitch 9. I totally get why all sorts of street folk all over are not going to be thrilled with this guy. When you listen to like... You know, the life spam that a guy like Mr. Don Lennon has had. And when a lot of people have been in a certain lifestyle legitimately and have gone through certain experiences legitimately, and then they look at a kid who bought his way in and then snitched out everybody and is now banking on that for money, on that whole side of it, it's not really nice. It's not something I stand for and I support, I think. I, I, I mean, it's just not okay. It's not like I respect this guy on the other hand. When I'm washing dishes and shit and I want to get my heart rate up, there's not a lot of hip-hop that's playing in the BPMs with the energy that I've heard, especially locally, that is as good as the sound of that shit. It's not like I really love his lyrics, but that guy has this super high-energy delivery. So with that, I was thinking about that, and then I was put on this Budapest song. I was going somewhere with this, and I'm like, you know what? Budapest has the bounce. Budapest has the energy. It has that, like, I got to be able to go at, like, this kind of a fucking pace with it, right? Like It's I'm, so catchy. Because, like, here's the thing. It stays with you. I'm trying to get active and fit. My mission is abs by the end of next year and shit, right? So when I'm fucking bouncing around now, like, BPMs and tempos, like, spoilers. Uh, the next track, uh, Trying to Be a G. Here's the thing. I would get lazy on that song. It makes me slow down. It makes me, you know, it doesn't give me, there's nothing else on this album 
that I could throw on to most of my regular life playlist now because almost all of my regular playlist is about bouncing at a high energy to get my heart rate up in regular circumstances. Now, this is just where I'm at as a listener, but I think there's a lot of middle-class suburban crackers out there that are basically being like me with this, right? Just trying to exercise more. And that's who the fuck is listening to the 6 9 yep. Most of these people don't give a fuck about the street code, which is unfortunate. So what I saw over the last week, and I, I, this is not an accusation towards anybody related to sovereign music movement, but just I thought it was fascinating. It was all these street cats on Facebook telling me to go listen to 6 9 They didn't know they were doing it. But I'm trying to mind my own business, move on with my day. And then 6 9s name came up so often, always from the fucking mouths of street cats in the last week of my life. And I thought that was weird because that's literally what the 6 9 dude said. Y'all are going to make me famous again through your hate. And then I watched as people through their hate just kept bringing the guy's name back into my brain. All I'm saying, though, is at first my attitude was going to be like... Just need something from some of y'all to bounce to. <laughs> then Budapest. I'm like, you know what though? This track actually kind of it's a little it's a little beat wise a slightly slower BPM than I would like, but it's fucking good enough to get the purpose. I can dance to this motherfucker right here. Yep. And keep in mind when I say dance, I don't mean no hip hop two step. I mean white boy mosh pit on molly rave dancing like pretend like you're dealing with a bunch of kids who are bouncing at a rave that's what i'm going for like the mgk <laughs> waka flocka flame concert experience is a little bit more what i'm going for all that to just try to add some context just to like kind of energy so I was thinking about all that when I heard this track and it, it was just stuff to think about for some of the older cats out there who may be trying to understand vibes and stuff in the music at least where I'm at with it because I'm not a street dude so I don't have the same reservations as other people may have and I just I wonder a lot about that stuff anyway I know it might be a little antagonistic to bring that up on this review but I'm totally okay with that because I thought it was worth pointing out that if you're also looking for high energy workout tracks, Budapest is is actually a real contender. Um, it's like because like I know I hyped up Golden Goddess as a shake my booty song, but that's different. That's like booty shaking fun dancing. Budapest here is I'm gonna be out there washing dishes and actually fucking taking twice as long because I'm basically bouncing like I'm fucking on stage to it. Like it's fucking dope. Anyway, song starts out with such a hype fucking uh, thing. We got California Ghost King hyping them up. And I like that because it felt like true to format hip hop, right? Like back in the golden era, it was a common practice when dudes drop in a project to have other dude from a sect that's of more experience and tenureization to come through and almost pass off the torch and say, I co-signed this motherfucker is dope. So he's hyping it up and he's hyping it up and he's saying all that shit. And then I just like, I was like, done. Um, he wants to let people in Montreal know the edict's been signed, etc. It sounds all official and shit. Done then it'll be rocking the front and center representing this big festival in august 2000 and guess what that's a fucking festival a festival in budapest it is just a huge it's a real shit so it just ties that's it in further cool. so i'm just saying the level of attention to details fire yep. that's the type of shit six nine can't give you i know i'm bringing him back again but like that's it like i kind of like the fact that i can both bounce and get the content here that was a really convoluted way to try and lay in a compliment <laughs> anyway and then the way it cuts off and it goes, Buddha, which reminds, because, yo, I was watching Ludacris versus fucking <laughs> Nelly yesterday. Yeah. Luda. It's just, that's all I'm hearing. It is, was pretty fun. Luda. Anyway, then that chorus is banging. It's just like, Buddha, P. 
pissed. See, I can't even help it. I just gotta fucking move. I'm just doing this the whole way through. Like, you can't, I can't help it. I fucking bounce into it. He's like, I'm not Buddha, pest, it's not Buddha, pest, get back, Buddha, whatever. It's fine, it vibes, it's cool, it's dope. And then all of a sudden, the beach just still banging and he just starts coming through on this, I want to call it like a rush but tight flow. It's not offbeat, but it feels a little rushed, almost like he's he's scurrying around and that's reflected in the, the way his flow comes off. Anyway, don't get off in front and go in my, uh, go to, going to go around the back. I grew up moving Buddha puffing on a loud pack. Get munch out of munchies. Yeah, that's all facts. So he delivered the munchies is facts. According to him, everything's true. I have no reason to doubt him. Everything everybody says about the guy's man of his word. Anyway, from the mountain through the city, Montreal has a fucking mountain on it. It's technically a hill by like real mountain Mount standards. Royal. Mount Royal. We call it a mountain. It's technically a hill, though. Mm. Anyway, uh, Budapest, the mountain city. Get it? Because Montreal. Anyway, I think that's right. Or maybe Budapest is mountains, and I'm not getting that. I don't mind that much. Sold so much Buddha became a pest, but made it bless around Mastiti, wherever. So get it? He's playing on the idea that he's moving his shit. He's all over. He's grinding, and he became a pest over it. That's fair. I can see how some people might not be thrilled with the distribution of it. I happen to love people who distribute that stuff. They do a great service to the world. So they're fantastic peoples in my eyes. Anyway. Then I like the fact that a little bit more he's like 514 is final format Zion is you with me. And I like just the idea of taking like Montreal and evolving it into something like bigger and better than it is. Uh, Japhetic descendant genetics. And I like the way he does that. He's like genetic descendant, uh, whatever. And he does like a kind of triplet trappy flow, which is fucking fire. I have to give him a lot of credit for like just how like diverse this verse is how, all across of it like he, he really keeps his voice alive and dynamic there's almost like melody to his delivery which is it's just not what i was expecting haven't seen the man freestyle a bunch and yep. i love it i think it's really really great i think it's extremely like well produced i think like it ends up coming off really strong for the sake of time i really really don't want to go through every bar but you know i'm gonna go through a lot of bars as we proceed to move on so if you're watching this, I'm just skipping ahead to the next verse. It's still pretty proper, the rest of this. It's still got great shit in it. Then that chorus kicks in that hungry in my jeans. I am hungry in my <laughs> jeans. Born and raised in Codenage. And I'm like, no shit. Codenage up the street. Yep. I'm raised in Cote St. Luke. I'm now residing in NDG. Codenage slash NDG is the name of my borough. And you know what I actually really like? Is that in this case, we, this guy, it's like rapping Montreal. Like the... Don Lennon is Montreal hip-hop to a lot of people, so it's really fun to just see him throwing in Montreal like that. Since I talked to him, I actually have more of a desire to talk about Montreal in my music because it feel like it's more important than ever, so he had that impact on me. Anyway, I just I just like it, man. Frying onions with my Anya, you know, hungries in our jeans. And I'm just like, it's so like, on the other hand, just the humanistic nature of that shit, just like something regular. You know, yep. mixed in. But also, it could even be a drug reference I'm not aware of, but I don't actually know. I think that was just pretty fine. Anyway, um, I don't really know how to say the shit he starts off. The the people, Sigarda, Guatama, John Alberto, Liguizamo, I have not yet Googled them, but I'm pretty sure that they're significant people. This is Budapest, far beyond the Verrazano. My Italian uncle, Joe, he does have any. Remember we talked about that? Uh, knows I'm no regular Paisano. Don Lennon, Don Lennon, I like that. Don Lennon, Donned Lennon, get it? Mm -hmm. Not going to wear no Ferragamo. Fucking idea what that is either. 
I just I just couldn't be bothered to Google all the names sometimes. From Shalom to Sakalam, your homie's known to be bizarre. Although I'm a Hebrew, my family's passed through so many y'alls. Child- okay, I know who John Leguizamo is. I had to look him up, but I know who he is. He's who? an actor. Fair. Anyway, so he's traveled, his people's traveled around, and I like the fact that he's taking time that even though, like, he is Hungarian or whatever, that he is in the midst of this, because, like, the whole Hebrew-Israelite thing is important because he's kind of laying into the history of that a little bit over here, you know? Before United Tribes signed in 8095 AD when the Arpad dynasty would arise. Now, if you go Google all this shit, I guarantee you, you're going to lose hours of your life, but you'll come out with a deeper understanding. Mm. I am not qualified enough to explain this, but I love the fact that he's lacing in his history. So again, like I said, at the start of your story, history is important. So his personal history, almost his genetic history is covered in the next verse. And then... You get a little bit more of him, you know, on the come up was a nuisance uh, just because of my success. Yes, I've been blessed with the stresses of the rest. So here's the thing. I would love to get a song of five, but there is fucking something about this part of the song over the beat. And I don't know what it is, but it feels weird. And every time we got here, I don't know what it was. By the time the beat is fully kicked back in and he's flowing over it, it feels nice again. I can't describe it. It's just something about like that. Like, I don't know. It just felt like such a jarring transition in that moment every and we're talking like i, I bumped this track a lot now because like i said it actually gets me moving and stuff so yeah. like budapest might might just make my like workouty life playlist for real i wasn't like being hyperbolic there it's, it's a banging track for that purpose um either way so you get to this part and it's kind of things i love the clappy it gets into a real clappy vibe yeah on uh but i don't know the lyrics are all good and his delivery is fine. And I like it. He kind of transitions again. Like, on to come up with a nuisance just because of my success. Yes, I've been blessed. Uh, but the stress of the rest, iron lungs in my chest, stomach hungry and upset. No text. Get this message from your number one connect. And I like that. I like the way he flows it. He's uh, kind of maybe annoying in the sense that he's so good. He's fucking been fantastic in his way of navigating life and moving through. Iron lugs gives you the sense of super strength plus the light of the Buddha. It's like you can handle a whole bunch of it. But also in a sense of the way he's moving around, it gives him the tenacity and the ability to go with great endurance. Um, his stomach hungry and upset because he's got hungry in his jeans. Mm-hmm. It's a real good hook, dude. Like, yep. That's a fucking hook. Like, I don't think I've really expressed that yet. That shit is an earworm. It gets stuck in my head. Yep, for sure. Um, anyway, uh, but then no text. Get it, right? Because, you know, keep it on the low or whatever. Get this message from your number one connect. And I kind of like that. Cause, but at the same time, through text, you would, you would connect that shit. Call, it, call yep. the number and connect. So basically, uh, don't put it in writing. You know, be smart about your shit. And I'll start like Battle Zones. Catch Shrek. Got your soul on ice. Al Capone. Quebec is where I'm from, though not quite francophone. Just like me. Quebec is where I'm from. Mom, second generation Canadian, so-called white Anglophone. And I'm like, that's dope. Because, again, it's like questioning the conceptions of, like, where he is from based on the language used to describe it that people normatively access versus how he understands the genealogy. Is it genealogy of life? I don't know if that's the right word. Well, that's your genes. So yeah. your DNA, yeah. Anyway, so now I've toured Quebec but only roamed the province in the end prior to something like an umpire how I'm making calls. Uh, sorry, before Europa was a Roman province in its empire. I thought that was cool. So it's just kind of describing how Europe was actually Roman before it became Europe. And if you actually look at the history, they fucking got as far as like England and shit before they ended up coming back. So he's got a real point that effectively a lot of European culture is effectively Roman based. That's truth. Um, and then, yeah, now he's making shots. I kind of like that. It's all good. Um, 
I don't know. Then it goes on a little bit more. It is a big song. It's like five minutes. And it's fucking packed. And it's fucking solid, though. So I'm not trying to hate it all. Then I like how at the beginning, he's like, so I'm sowing. Sorry, there's the chorus one more time. So then it's like a little mini verse. So I'm sowing seeds. Uh, sowing for shows. It's not funny as it seems. Need a little bit of stitches. Got stuck up in between. So it's like um, underground, but now my hands rising up to shame me because there's hungry in my jeans. This is hungry in my jeans. And I get the feeling that I'm not fully getting it, but it just feels like he's going out there, putting in the work, putting out the grind, doing what he's got to do. And the end result is that it's going to come to him. Um, like, yeah, because there's hungry in my jeans. On my mother's side, cousins find hungry in their jeans, going in more specifically. And the sister's in the kitchen whipping up something to eat. That's probably quite literally like food, yep. but it could also represent other shit because, I mean, you know, I don't actually trust that any of these bars are unilaterally one thing. <laughs> I do like when it goes, you see another one bites the dust despite those wasn't even queens because that's an interesting line, you know, because it's like kind of putting out that life over here might be a little harsh in light of the fact that it's not quite that level of ghetto dangerous in terms of reputation mm -hmm. um i just think it's cool and i think it's um and just keeping in mind that these dudes like really push it man they go door to door selling albums they show up at shows they're yeah. they're everywhere they're, they're always moving around the city dudes on a cycle too so he's just cruising cruising i respect that because i'm on a cycle i'm a pest on a cycle as i've seen a whole bunch of my driving friends on facebook just buried me in bullets because some of my psycho brethren are assholes so fuck all the drivers it really creates this division between us all but i'm on team cycle if it, if it comes down to it i'm i'm on team cycle and i hope that dom lennon is with me on team cycle against there's team a guy Automobile. that lives in like the point i think and uh he unicycles everywhere that's dope yeah anyway that guy's also cool uh, I like this track a lot and I give it a 4.5. Like I said, I don't know what it is about that particular part of the track that bothered me and it might even grow on me. And it's, it's really well done. Like on a writing level, it's pretty fucking flawless. Like it isn't a, I was really impressed when I heard it. Like, ha, look, Don Lennon is a guy who when you speak to him, you feel that he is absolutely the shit in his mind because he's got the skills and the confidence and the accolades and a... And a whole bunch of shit to like back that up so when you hear it and you're like yo he's he, it is it is just that it is just that good it's almost like dope to, to like get that impression you know like it's dope that it really comes through and almost lives up to the expectation of like being as interesting as the dude is in real life huh. anyway cool. that's what i wanted to say about that uh i guess we can move on to the next track then yeah because you know what else he's trying to be in real life what he's trying to be a g I give him a lot of credit for how different he sounds in this one. The emotion in his voice that carries through, like, just from the beginning. Like, hey, yo, the boss be flames, but it's, like, it's got, not like, I know it's coming off weird, but I'm trying to, like, it's got this whiny, but, like, tired, broken, stressed yeah. sound in his voice that really comes in. Like, he's a G that's seen a lot of things, and he's just feeling the broken emotional mm, state that true. you would expect. Yeah. So I love that because that is not the delivery you got on the last track. It is not the emotional state. And I love the fact that every track on this project gives you a sense of a different emotional state through the delivery of his voice. And that to me is really versatile. That to, to me, that's like where you start to get into like, you're not just an MC, you're an artist. You got some fucking tapping into human emotion shit going on there. That is the top tier of creating in my mind that's like transcend genre shit anyway um 
unlike the last one, this one is so like I was we were out for a walk when I was like doing my listens, and I literally I felt like slowing down. I just like you can't go at the same pace as Budapest <laughs> on this one. Features the California Ghost King himself. Yeah. But why don't you tell us what you think about this track? Um, I mean, I really like this one. This one has like a really great flow to it. Um, I like the the sound effects that are through it, and I like that there's like. You know, um, I'll mention it, I'm sure, on some of the other songs, um, you know, that there are kind of like these like sound effects that speak to what he's speaking about, if that makes sense. Like, you know, he's talking about like video games and then you hear like like the sound of like Mario leveling up and like things like that. So and like, you know, he talks about like, you know, his old cell phone and then you hear like like a ring or from like 2005 um, and like he doesn't like. I don't know. It's really cool. I like that. Um, you know, he he also doesn't need to fake anything. He's you know he's kind of talking about that he's like legit, and you know he grew up. You know when there were some bad guys around. You know that he kind of maybe hung out with, and you know or he knew, and like you know people got into some trouble. Um, and he, so he's kind of like you know this is this is my truth, and he's kind of saying like you know why are you claiming all these things? You know and all these lies in your in your rhymes. Kind of like he's you know like why are you claiming? that you're gangster and you're not like he's like you know i'm not trying to be you know gangster like he just is gangster like he does that's just how he is like that's just you know who he is and i think that that's like kind of part of it too like that he's like you know legit and he's like living this life and that he's you know you know living in like a certain way and you know he's doing what he's got to do and you know he's like you know into you know distributing or like you know making or the you know all of like the drugs and you know it's sort of like a uh, a hard-hitting song with um sort of like a message like pointed at like the those who are like you know the fakers those who aren't uh being true and he's basically telling us about his reality and you know who's he who he's involved with and you know where he's from and kind of like the mischief that you know he's seen and been involved with and it's pretty good and i really like the the chorus it's like really like it's so catchy again um like the i'm you know i'm a g i'm not trying to be a g i'm a g you know and you know he's he just is and i think that that's um you know it makes him sound really really cool and i like that um it's pretty tight i give this one a 4.5 on 5 as well yeah this is another solid jam though because as much as it might not be on that workout energy it is on that vibe energy it is on that you know bop your head you know mm-hmm. and when you really sit and resonates um it's you really in my opinion tapped onto it it's like almost questioning the desire of trying to be a g like why are people trying to like it's almost like why are people trying to do it and if you have to try like are you really on that kind of level so i like how it starts off though you know as you go to boss spits flames and his name's not bowser and he drops mario sounds set it at the highest level where the game stops after no playing on these lame stations because they're not ours get it because playstations although i'm just gonna have to point out for the sake of accuracy uh bowser's not on sony's consoles he's on nintendo just just throwing it out there nah but couch potatoes get fried by radiation that scatters double time that's interesting because couch potatoes playing the video games getting lost in it the radiation scattering and then i imagine they're using microwaves right because i just picture that couch potatoes rely more on microwave food yep i can imagine that i'm just interpolating they don't want to like put things in the oven 
maybe I'm wrong. And then uh, cell phones have radiation. And then I don't know where he stands on 5G towers. I never asked him. I don't know if I really want to have an hour-long conversation on that right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, double time on the counter. I'm 100 kinds of butter line. That and every single one combined amount to put in work around town with more thoughts than hours, etc. And then, I don't know. I thought it was real dope. As far as, you know, just throwing it back to Montreal. I like when he goes, tell Hydro-Quebec that we connect providing the power. I like that. Because they're real dope like that. Connected better than the web is and ain't got no router. So they all set up. They're ready to go with their moves. And keep in mind, these are dudes who fucking go door-to-door selling albums. And like I said, you can't find a person in the city who doesn't know who like they are in the scene, regardless of their Google ability. However, uh, Google Sovereign Music Movement, type it all in your browser. And I'm like, that's the best lyric on this album. Yeah. That really is. Because that is how I find them. I Google that. And then you end up finding their website where you can cop their shit. And I really respect that because it's also like, oh, you don't know where it is? Google that shit. We there. So California to Montreal set up shot with the founder, which I believe is California Ghost King, Mm -hmm. who we've talked about on this channel. Yep. Who's on this very song. Yep. From door to door and corridors to concert halls with announcers, which is fair, man. They do this this selling thing and then they grow to bigger situations, which is all fact and how they've done it. Anyway, uh, Percy P with RCDs for cider shows like The Bouncers. So then if you really listen to a star, you know that they're everywhere. They'll be outside hustling their shit at your show. They're around everything. They follow the schedule. Mm-hmm. This is their grind. I personally go to work and make money off of corporate America. So I don't have, I don't do all that. But they do all that, which is real respect, man. Um, anyway, and then um, you've got like... Uh, California Ghost King that drops through with uh, I'm from the land of the gangbang boogie. I mean, I'm assuming because his voice changed here and it sounded a lot more uh, California Ghost King. Uh, and he and he said he's from the land of the gangbang boogie. And I just never heard anybody call Montreal the land of the gangbang boogie. However, California through my powers of deduction that sounded a lot more apt uh you run up on me might get a glimpse of tukey i'm sure i'm supposed to know what that means i don't i'm no rookie place your best with the nearest bookie looky looky how i take these swag rappers cookies so effectively he's the legit one bet on he's a sure bat he'll fuck you up you fake ass gangster types i got him shook chi uh, God's general of firing squads that shoot gems our war stratagems is 10 times better than kane's kin so basically, and I just like that, using like this biblical reference to point out that they are wiser than this ancient shit. Poorly explained, but it's still bars to me. And I like to use a stratagem, man, because that's like one of those $10 words motherfuckers don't use a lot. Anyway, it's cool. Yeah, California ghost and the urban logics. We demands it wasn't nothing but a G thing since a baby. At first, I wasn't sure if I should ever use urban logics in this review, but I'm like, in two separate tracks, they use urban logics. So if Don Lennon doesn't want to be branded as urban logics at all, never again. It was kind of hard to avoid that on this project. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> anyway, uh, I thought it was cool. Then you get the chorus. A lot of y'all are fraud suckers. Uh, Wanna be MCs. Can't rat to save your lives or winding up deceased. And that's true. A lot of dudes is probably playing more instead of social media games. And you know what? There's probably a lot of dudes I've never heard of and I've never seen, right? Like, because well, how the fuck am I going to see a little street rapper running around doing his shit with no social media cloud? The only people who know that dudes exist are in the streets. 
I'm part of that group of people that could probably have an entire hip-hop career without ever going into the streets. That's the life I live. So, like, I'm on that other side of the fence. But when I think about it, there really must be a lot of MCs that actually do maybe end up dead for their pursuits or rappers that I've just never heard of because these are people who don't become statistics and all that type of shit. Hmm. Anyway, went from lying over your beats into lying on the street. Talk is cheap and you got to pay the cost for what you speak. Rather practice what you preach or get silenced for your speech. Say what you will about all the shit I might talk. I'm at least pretty legitimate with it. So I'm like on board with the messaging in this track, right? Like I'm fucking straight up with these people in terms of being authentic and repping what you are. And I guess I, I don't, I feel the same level of disdain, right? When I see fake motherfuckers coming through like they know some shit. You know what really gets me? fake social media gurus it's like motherfuckers trying to like liable what my job is literally and it's like i'm like okay you know what when i create these parallels in my mind i doubly but then i consider like imagine instead of that fake social media guru he did some shit and then your cousin ended up dead or something that's like the level of fucking uppery that it gets to i suppose anyway too many bodies in a bag just for trying to be a g sad lyric but truthful lyric but real sad lyric yeah and if you add to by extension jail or a lot of things like there's a few people i've seen on facebook where i i wonder where they are why they stop posting then they're out of jail and then they're like oh well i'm going back in a little bit later on and i'm like what the fuck did you do in those four <laughs> months to get your ass locked like and i'm not trying to be judgmental here but you look at it and it's like it just this lyric makes me picture that kind of shit anyway i'm a g i'm a g i'm not trying to be a g you know i'm a g not trying to be a g i'm a g stop trying to be a g too many bodies in the back for it anyway then he drops sailor moon in the track yeah i'm like logics that's fire i appreciate that a lot like i said i'm a geeky white dude uh i know hebrews are like descendants of everything i'm still feeling like you know geeky white i mean and you don't hear about sailor mood in very many things and like i was never like a sailor moon person i Um, was that shit was fire i know i know like certain like the people who love it love it so that far i was like young and there was half naked cartoon ladies it was really awesome uh okay while you were watching sailor moon eating with your silver spoon I was definitely not a silver spoon, but yeah, I can kind of get it. I did watch Sailor Moon, though. I think a lot of people who didn't have a silver spoon were also watching Sailor Moon. I just think it's a lot of people my age that watch Sailor Spoon across all socioeconomic backgrounds because it was one of the earliest animes accessible to most of us. And considering where anime popped off and how popular it is in the hood, a lot of those cats had to have been watching, you know, Sailor Moon. Throwing it out there. Uh, living groomed within a room, housed in a group that's set to bloom, familial residuals attending super privileged schools. I was in the kitchen whipping up a little bit of food. I went to Wager. I don't know if that's a privileged school. I certainly watched Sailor Moon though. Uh, listen, you may have heard some things, but only know my look. Life made me change from soft to hard, like the coke I cooked. Oof. And that's kind of an interesting lyric because I think it. Uh, it taps into some shit, right? So if you look at the first track, we look into a little bit of his history. And here we've looked into a little bit of this G shit, you know, part of like what follows up when you're maybe to Budapest is you see some shit where you realize a lot of people talk a lot of things and then you probably get older and et cetera, et cetera. So I thought it was just really cool. And uh, I think this song just follows through. I think it's got a great vibe sonically. It changes it up a lot. It's real good. And it's, uh, oh, I gave Budapest a 4.75. I lied. It wasn't a 4.5. I'm giving trying to be a G a 4.5, though. It's a little bit less good than Budapest to me.
Okay. It's okay. Well, let's go down that road again. I like how this one starts off with like a real singy vibe. I don't know who said D on the beat is is featured. I couldn't figure out if there was a second vocalist. I'm gonna assume it's the beat, but if I'm wrong, yeah. But I love the singy nature. Like I used to think that I was all, but I stood at a young end. Thought that I was smart cause I was coming up a hustler. And I'm like, that's dope, man. It, like, that's great. That's artistry, right? I know a lot of rappers who are like, fuck melody. But, yo, sometimes, like, I don't care who you are. Every every flow has a melody to it. And that's a great use of melody in the flow, in my opinion. And this might be my favorite track on this project, not hmm. even going to lie. Why? Because I feel like it's the pivotal fucking point of the story. I think this Imagine Project is the story of uh, Mr. Logic's almost metamorphization into the Don Lennon character. Almost like the transition That's cool. from one character to the other. Like, I, I imagine Logic's represents his past and it's the guy he was. And if you, well, I mean, if you think about where the next two tracks take us in terms of its content, and you look at the first two going through, like, I'm try, uh, trying to be a G. He's clearly, like, looking at the G culture and... And thinking about it like while he is he's like questioning why is so many people trying to be this you know like yeah. i feel like there's a tone to it a warning in there right but then we get to him on this one I used to think i knew it all uh, just when i was just a little young and thought i was smart because i was coming up a hustling trapped me in a system made a government corruption had me in the kitchen trying to make something out of nothing and he kind of flows through and he's describing kind of like he, he's hungry and he's pushing and he's like grinding and he's doing a couple things and i love lines like a couple hundred dozen of us thugs blunted out in public pumping word up because uh we saw your set was flagging blue plus some others blood and seen lots of red madonnas too before you end up banging you should probably pro pot pot parlay with your posse popping mommies at the party's not the best a man can do shorty yeah and so you just get the sense of everybody being faded and shit and going on and you know maybe affiliations are happening and i i don't know how deep that shit actually goes in montreal i'm assuming there's some level of shit that happens here but again i'm not in that game so what do i need to know the real details you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. anyway but i feel like you just get the sense of him in this verse first where he's in this world and you're really trapped to it but it gets to the end of the verse but it's disgusting because of what snitches could might just say that's so when i heard that line i'm like oh that's why they're fucking mad at six nine these dudes have literally had snitches fuck around with their life I'm like, snitches have not fucked around with my life. I don't have people who have fucked up my operation because they snitched out. Snitching in my life gets me a talking to at worst, right? That's mm -hmm. what Because I don't fucking have a life like that. And I have to say, Mr. Lennon, uh, I got a lot of context for that. It made me appreciate why those people I was criticizing earlier on Facebook feel the way that they do. Because it's something I guess I never thought about. So I really appreciated that lyric right there a lot for the current context of my life right now. Yep. Untrue, but proved end up in prison for life to stay. Instead of death and jail commits it is type of change. And he does do that, like type of change. Life to stay. Might I really like that. I like yep. the way I was describing that. The way you add an additional rhyme melody to kind of that to me is like it's masterful. Like that is where you have taken the craft past bars and you moved into being an elite MC. Like you understand that your voice is an instrument beyond just being a deliverer of fucking words. Because I think that if you really go back, a lot of those old cats were MCs, like theatrical deliverers of voices and energies beyond just the words. The delivery counts just as much. And so I'm saying your delivery is dope, Mr. Lennon. There you go. Um, anyway, 
Uh, then you get this cool singy chorus, you know, where it's like he's uh, gonna figure out life. I'm gonna do what I do with my crew every night and day. I know I'm a, how I'm gonna live my life because I got payback for so much shin. Won't pretend because I done been there before and I'm not gonna take that road again. So again, you get the sense that he's clearly gone down a path in his life and we can get a taste of that in the prior tracks we've had, but the consequences of this are real. And then we get this transitional point. And I like this, it's corny, it's dad joke corny, but the chapter two or verse three is so corny that I love it because you know if it's proper lame, I'm down with you like that. The cannons blew blasting who's passing through a afternoon action news channel cruise camera shoot. Just saying the words is fun. Just the way it all sounds as you blast those syllables together. It's just fun. I mean, the, the content's a little like precautionary here, but the saying it part is dope, man. When it was broad daylight, witnessed the car chase twice, living that Scarface life, they might just use gats in school. Wiretaps, metal detectors. Y'all had that? Some schools do, I no, mean, I mean, which is like kind of wild. I don't mean the school I went to didn't, but... Wager ended up with like police there like every fucking day because people kept moving ounces and shit and there were some serious situations. So like every day for a couple of years there were cops there. Police escorts some more looking deep inside the trap. Several inspectors collecting information for in-depth investors. So I guess like again, it's snitching shit, the real complications. So it's like, I don't know, the rest of the verse kind of paints this whole picture to where he gets to this part at the end of the verse the children of god and he's directing our fellowship leaves arrested development many men held inside a cage not guilty still be buried in jail and tied in chains so you're looking at the consequence of a life or whatever also i love the line just going back a bit can't sit calm or talk so this right. ain't ellen degeneres because fuck ellen degeneres she is the toxic cancer of fucking talk show tv i wanted to mention that as well because i thought that that was really cool there's not a lot of people that throw her in which is surprising since she's like a huge person you know like in terms of like she's known and whatever and i liked how like what is it uh like four lines after um leave arrested development uh, many men held inside a cage. So that made me think of uh, Portia, uh, you know, who is Alan's wife, and she was on Arrested Development. I think that there was, mm. like, that kind of, like, tie-in, I think. I don't know. Ah, probably. I didn't but catch I'm that. I'm reading that like that. I like, honestly, it's just real good. Anyway, before you're in a more commit to this type of change, just be wise. Avoid that shit. Then you got your third verse. Uh, verse three. Coming with the adverse me. The urban logic's working hard till I'm worthy. And I like that Tony takes on it. Lord have mercy, above it all I serve thee. Searching out and learning how to best provide your fee. And I feel like this is something I really related to this whole verse, you know, disobey. Um, indebted since an adolescent started breaking rules, disobeying you, but now I gotta pay my dues. I lost soul called home and no, I can't refuse. Turn my back, so now I'm turning back to stay with you. So I thought this was cool. Because I kind of relate to it. I was a real not nice person in my, like, especially early adulthood life. And maybe in my mid-20s, I started to flip shit around. And if I think about it, now in my life, I feel like a constant level of service to pay back in certain, almost like a penance for the shitty behavior of my youth until maybe one day I can be worthy to step into the next phase of life and be gifted, you know, that, that like, whatever comes from all that. Anyway, then it's like he kind of focuses a bit on God and trying to figure all that out. But I really like the last line on this. Uh, Before you're dead and gone, commit to this type of change. Now's the time for all y'all trying to find Yahweh. But the way he says your way sounds like Yahweh. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was like, that was 
clever. That might be the best double entendre on the album to me because I thought it was really strong and really concise and really describes almost like the journey of everyone trying to find your way and what's the answer trying to find God or Yahweh. Anyway, real dope track. Um, I give it a five on five. It's amazing. Hmm. Okay, Bonnie, how do you feel about the song? Um, I don't know. I mean, pretty similar. Uh, you know, he's basically just talking about um, what he had to do to get some food in his stomach. Uh, again, kind of relating back to like he's got hunger in his genes, um, and he's going to do whatever he wants to um, to make for his life. You know, he's going to keep doing it, but he's not going to go down like the bad road and like going to do the things that he maybe once did. And he kind of knows better now. Um, you know, he's older and he's wiser, and it's just sort of like that sort of mentality about everything um you know just that he was you know a bad kid you know maybe he didn't do all the right things and i feel like we were all stupid teenagers i know i was um you know early 20s not maybe not the brightest or whatever you know you did you do stupid shit and um you know and then we evolve and we become better people for having done that stupid shit because we were like wow that was stupid shit and we know that now and, um, you know, and like, you know, he's kind of saying, you know, you trust in God and, you know, he has faith and he trusts in God. And, um, you know, and he brings up the issues of being in jail and everything else that comes along with that and kind of like the trouble you end up with when you are um, up to no good and how that, you know, carries through for like it impacts a lot of things in your future that you don't think about in terms of like getting a job again and you know having to resort to doing like you know the you know maybe selling drugs and things like that you're going back into it because you can't get a job because you have the stigma of having been in jail so it's unfortunately it's kind of like that cycle um and you know he's sort of warning people like hey like don't go down that road and like he knows better that he's not going down that road again and he's going to do um he's gonna make wiser decisions so and you know sort of like a wise song and you know that uh kind of through his mistakes he can say i know like you know it's not easy but here just kind of a reminder like you know do the right thing and you know it's not worth it you know as much as it seems like it may be um and i like the overall song uh sort of sound to it as well so i give this one a 4.35 on five all right so now we can go on to one that i truly truly wasn't expecting on this project called Yoko Ono Knows. Yep. I just never think about Yoko Ono. I never think about John Lennon. I don't like John Lennon. Um, in my opinion, if we're really playing the, like, fuck celebrities who do really bad shit game, John Lennon is a nefarious asshole, and fuck his activism, the guy was just an asshole. He mm. was not a good man. He was a really shitty man. Who believed in a lot of preposterous shit without realism and that's the truth of it i've never heard anything <laughs> come out of john lennon's mouth that that was really like actionably insightful i love working class hero because i mean who the fuck can't relate to that but like even in that track it's kind of pretentious like oh i who am not the pleb empathize with the pleb like that's that's really what that track is. that's i don't really like john lennon and yoko well, ono personally I think, you know like he grew up in like a, a working class environment that's so, all fair. so he knows what's up like you know and then became quite the snob he was he was just okay anyway i don't like john lennon i i think okay. he's just like whatever he's overrated to me uh but what do you think about this song because i know you like them <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, Yoko Ono is interesting. Um, 
this one is more about him like personally and kind of like what he's um, kind of going through in his life and kind of rapping about, you know, or he's repping Cote de Neige. I like that as well. Um, and, you know, he's, he's kind of, I think what he's implying is that Yoko Ono knows a lot of interesting stuff, you know, in terms of like, she's, you know, a hippie and she's like an artist and like, um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I, I used to know a lot more about her when I was like more into Twitter. I followed her and I used to like always like see her like tweeting about stuff or whatever. And there was like one project that I did in like university where like she did an art thing in like the like the 90s or late 80s or something where she like cut off like people cut off her clothes off of her. And I did something like that where people in the class cut off my clothes. They, did, they didn't go like too far. But um, yeah, that, that was the, the art piece, I guess, that I did for some hippie class that I was in. Um, <laughs> so um, I don't know. I just and I also think that it's wild. I know you mentioned it already, but I still just think it's wild that they promote themselves going door to door. I think that's like such a unique thing that people don't do anymore, like that door to door salesman, like you just. I mean, maybe living in the city or like living in an apartment building, um, it seems to be like, you know, it's very rare. And like even when I lived in like an accessible um, like apartment or something like that, that was like, you know, off of the, the street and like people could knock on our door. Um, like it was very few and it was mostly just like religious people, you know, like, you know, the Jehovah Witnesses or whatever, um, you know, leaving their pamphlets or whatever. But I mean, to like be able to sell your music door to door, like that's like a really interesting tactic, I guess. And like, I would love to know like how well it worked. Um, I don't know. And this, I like this flow. Um, it has a really nice vibe. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. I didn't really like get like what it was all about like i guess that it's like a new following that you know he's... i can't figure out the yoko ono knows part the whole like chorus i don't get it at all maybe that's why i brought up how little i liked him because yeah. i feel like i'm completely missing the point yeah i don't i didn't really get it on this one like this one is like my least favorite on the album um it's still like interesting to listen to and it's like well done but like i just i'm kind of like a little bit lost about this one um so i give this one a 4.25 on five I do like how he goes, John Lennon, imagine. Kind of it sounded like, oh, it sounds like John Lennon. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. And then I moved on. Again, I don't like John <laughs> Lennon, so it's hard for me to, like, get behind him. The guy's a fucking wife beater and a bunch of other shit, so it's like, okay, like, we can overlook all his shitty behaviors to go into his philosophy. But I kind of like the versions where, like, we don't do that. Um <laughs> I'm just saying, there's, there's lots of great philosophers who weren't shitty people. I mean, not that many. Most of them are pretty shitty people, I'll be honest. Maybe something just most be- people are shitty people. No, I think there's something about great people that were really shitty because, like, up until recently, you were just allowed to be shitty people. And it's only recently that, like, we're even in a vibe where we're challenging the notion of shittiness, like, of, like, a lot of stuff. So... Fair enough. I love the metamorphized feel of it. Like, I kind of get the sense that it's like, like I said, like, we're now moving into more of a rebirth phase here. So it starts off Don Lennon. Like, this is like, boom, my mantra coming through. You know, born and raised in Cotonist, proud of a broken home. Mom caught a lot of drama. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Arms too short to, shot, to boss with God, but I could hold my own. My name was ringing on the block before I owned a phone. So I like that because he's kind of flowing through. Like, you know, you get the sense of a rough background. The vibe is real good. The way he's flowing is proper. Discrimination for skin and even vocal tones. He's got white skin 
and uh, you can see how that could be problematic to people along yep. the way, especially with the way he sounds and the way he comes off and the words he uses, calling himself a Hebrew, Israelite, etc., etc. That might, to an ignorant person, cause some problems. But since to get a descent, I keep a loaded chrome, handing, hanging a holster and angel on my shoulder to bang if I'm supposed to what, but beef I don't condone. So, you know, he's ready to go, but he's not really, like, pushing or looking for it, etc. I feel like, you know, you get the sense of this whole verse and he's flowing through a little bit more. Um, sorry, to like a little more systemic shit, like political criminals trying to promote a hoax with false claims in God's names, like the Roman popes, which is fair, man. Like, you know that throughout history, the pope could just change core tenets of the religion, and now that's the voice of God intervened. And then if you really look into the popes, a lot of them were not very godly men. Oh yeah, it seemed like the best popes. And I think some had of them were like harems kids, and like, shit. Like I think like harems, not just kids. No, but like no, some of them were children. Like oh, yeah. they were like five years old. Some, some of them like that got like, like some... pious something or another. Or... I, like Pope Alexander the Sixth, a gangster. I don't care what anybody says. Go look up Pope Alexander the Sixth. That motherfucker's a gangster around the <laughs> church and shit. Like like he's a fucking mob boss gangster. Anyway, so I get where he's coming from. Um, <laughs> Maybe if I read The Light of Nations or I knew what the fuck that was, it might explain it to me. But then it's like Yoko Ono and I just, I didn't want to look it up, The Light of Nations. Maybe I should. I don't know. Maybe it would explain everything because he's saying it might explain it to me. <laughs> so well, then. maybe I should have done that. I didn't. That's fair. Um, anyway, moving through the four like a pilgrimage and roll light. That's cool. I just read The Pilgrimage by Paolo Coelho, so I'm thinking about pilgrimages. And apparently pilgrimage is, is such an interesting term. Like, it originates in English specific to a specific path, although, like, in English it kind of gets reattributed to most spiritual journeys, but originally it's affiliated with one particular spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. Although he might know more and be like, you're fucking wrong, but that's what I learned recently. Anyway, repping MCL disconnected to my old life privilege because he's so uh, white. Um, but different because I know, right? Allegedly, alleged as a legend in my own right. That's fair. He's locally a legend in his own right. Respected when I hold Mike's message in the flow tight. I take him through the neighborhoods and tell him what our home's like. To be fair, my earliest memories of dude freestyling, they were like some fucking conscious. Honestly, it's not a five percent or the first time I heard it, and I was like, "Yeah, he's got a point. That is what's up." You know, shout out to the ghost, right? Not Styles or what's his name. Get it? Cause Styles P is a ghost. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm talking about a sovereign now, California King, California Ghost King. Yeah, ah, get it. I liked a little bit later. Found with Odd Man Black, flowing smooth and pushing through. Cause that happened one time. I ran into them just walking down the street, and they were trying to like, they were just there pushing their little CDs and whatnot. And or I think I don't know what they were pushing. But still, with Odd Man Black, who again is the humblest motherfucker, like Odd Man Black is the kind of guy who you talk to and you feel like you're a sinner for the. I've never met a man whose humility to the point where it's arrogant. His humility is arrogant. He's hmm. so good at it. I don't know how else to put it. Not to say he's an arrogant man, it's just his humility is so strong that it's almost like you're a sinner just talking to him. Anyway, Odd Man Black, you a fly one. I always liked your vibe. <laughs> Uh, moving units, Holy Roll into a Hood New Year. I'm pretty sure one of their fucking albums is called Holy Rollin' or something. I don't know. Anyway, moving on, get the chorus again, and then I feel like we get a third 
uh, verse because he's a full songwriter and all of these songs are more than four minutes. And oh, yes. I'm appreciating that because I feel like it's depth. It's like it gives you a lot to listen to. He's killing the pop crowd. He's not going to get the pop fans, but I don't really think that's the kind of guy he is. No. Anyway, I like when he goes, got to overcome my fears and fight past these moments. Stop drinking beers. Get right. Can't be loafing. Get right. Back to flowing. Uh, tonight cameras rolling top parts like uh, cop cars they got flashlights on them and ever since Eminem there's been a white trash explosion so I'm challenged to bring balance out on mics and rap for them on mics at rap for them stop lying cats let's evolve it anyway so what I'm hearing here is dude needs to live healthier live smarter live better because at the end of the day there's almost like a responsibility for the fact that Eminem brought a bunch of trash white rappers and yo there is something uncanny about white rappers rapping really fast and cocky like double time sounding like clones like they may as well be mumble rappers for like how trash they all sound to me these days it's gonna sound like harsh right but like when I hear a guy just jump into double time and start throwing a bunch of preposterous lyrics around about how they're the greatest of all time and shit it's just awful to me so i really would prefer it if more people approached it with the depth and honesty that comes through this shit um anyway uh, he ends with the lighted nations might explain it got the document from my ah yashua a new regime for human beings don lennon imagine so i like that that's cool but then you realize that the next track is called the next track is called Imagine. The album's called Imagine. This whole album is almost like his text, and so what I'm feeling here is the metamorphization of his character, away from the past into the new, which leads us to the mission statement, the manifestation of who he is. So once you figured out your story, you gotta have something to say, and I believe that's what we get on this last track, really making this album like a pretty concise story arc, like. Well done. Not many people can can make something like that in five tracks so well and have it be impactful, right? Like you could see how he's almost picturing the young cats and the people hearing this and feeling inspired to maybe consider different ways. Like you can hear it in like the flow of this. And I like that. It almost made me. Imagine. Okay, it did make me imagine. I was just imagining. All right, we are back on that rushed flow, which again, doesn't meant to be off time. It just feels like he's rushing in a way that I enjoy. Like he's got a lot to say and is flowing through. Uh, how do you feel about this one? Um, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's it's sort of like on par with like John Lennon's Imagine, but like very different at the same time. Um, but like, you know, it's, um, you know, he's just sort of like saying like, imagine if people lived properly and, you know, didn't, you know, sort of like he did to his advice and to his wisdom and, you know, maybe not go down like certain paths and, you know, not do bad things and like all this and, you know, just be loving and spread love and, you know, just pass that message on. Like that's the most important thing. And I think that that's kind of what he does kind of like throughout um, his songs, especially like not just like spreading love but spreading like also um you know faith and you know having like that like message and power as well and having love in faith i think as well um and i really like his flow on this and like it's a really cool beat as well i wanted to mention that um again i like the the background noises that he kind of throws into like you know this song amongst you know many of the other ones that he does i love that kind of like 
little details like you were saying like he's you know very they're very detail oriented and i think that that's really cool um his master is yahweh and like that's who he you know answers to and that's who he speaks um kind of on behalf of and um it's pretty cool that he kind of throws religion into um his songs and like no matter what the topic is he's able to kind of like throw in kind of like his faith and i think that that's you know i think that's a sign of like a true believer and you know that they put that religion into like everything that they do and i think that's kind of like important um you know if you're that kind of way um so and again he's kind of like discussing like the prison system and maybe like some issues that there is with that and i think that that's kind of interesting to hear about from like a canadian or like a more you know montreal like local um perspective is that you know maybe our jail system isn't that great you know again something i would love to look more into um kind of understand and kind of you know i thought it was nuts because like my stepfather was put into jail for a little bit he happened to have the jail cell next to ex-mayor applebaum where effectively Hmm. it was like a party in prison fair enough whatever rich people can do whatever but like for real he said it was like a party i'm not trying to like hype it up it was like nuts he was almost like disappointed to lose access to free weed (laughs) that was the basic feeling i got he was not he's like great food great drug i'm like wow (laughs) anyway but i found out that they're so overpopulated right now that he basically got to sleep on the floor and because he slept on the floor and he has back issues and shit right like he really like there's no good reason now this man on the floor for respecting human rights proper and shit in yeah. my opinion especially because all he did was he got a dui like he hit a car and that car hit a car and that car hit a car that car hit a car and that car hit a pedestrian so he got wow. clipped on a fucking dui and got like six months and whatever and got let out early because of this two-day fucking laying in on the floor thing so he slept on the floor for like two and a half months <laughs> and i'm wow. like that's weird why are motherfuckers sleeping on the floor yeah that's a little weird in my opinion it, yeah it is and like that i mean those are things that i feel like we just don't know or we don't hear about very much and i think that that's you know like, again like this is i feel like this is like something that i don't know if it's like a british thing or like you know a canadian thing or whatever it is but like i think that it's you know just kind of like the hush hush like don't talk about like the bad things like you know nobody wants to hear about that and like so like those kinds of things are like glossed over and like they aren't talked about very much and i think that that's like you don't hear about that at all at all so i think that that's definitely something that should be spoken about um and just sort of like having unity and health for everyone you know and i think that that's again a strong message uh, that's relevant and uh, nowadays in COVID time, um, you know, and again, no more wars and like no more destruction. And like, so it, it does tie into, um, you know, what John Lennon was saying, but like in terms of like the sound and overall sound, it's completely different. Um, I don't know. It's pretty good. It's good. It has an important message and um, it definitely like plays on, um, you know, the greatness that, you know, John Lennon's Imagine song, like, you know did for the world so i gave this one a 4.4 on 5. so i mean imagine's fine philosophically it's an interesting song Mm -hmm. i don't really like his the utopia he puts forth it's not really what i'm going towards personally but it is an interesting idea like imagine there's no heaven it's easy if you try it's just like it's i believe the point is to think beyond the current paradigms and boxes of our existing worlds and everything we believe in based on our culture and norms and to consider maybe something better 
something cooler. And I think that after going through this journey with Mr. Uh, Logic slash Lenin, we've gotten to the same point, you know? Yeah. And I like the chorus on this. It's got a smoothness like, Imagine peace on earth and righteous governments and plans. I collect. Anyway, I can't do it right. But <laughs> I don't think that was quite it. But. It's close and fucking enough. A okay. collective consciousness where everybody understands, said, imagine any prejudice, injustices, and scams. No more wars. The destruction of destruction is at hand. And that's real cool. It's a real nice thought of like everybody kind of getting along and, and kind of living proper and effectively you know imagine if there's no borders it's easy if you try you know like Mm -hmm. it's the same kind of shit living uh all of us having understood we're fam living for the sisterhood and brotherhood of man yo imagine no possessions i wonder if you can i'm like "Eh, i like possessions i don't like like a heavy level of materialism but like you don't take anything with you when you die but i like these rings here these are possessions to me they cost five dollars or ten dollars each in israel i got them in jerusalem and they're possessions they're pretty humble and modest, but spiritually represent a lot to me. So I'm not against possessions, I'm against materialism, which I think is the pursuit of possessions aimlessly. But having possessions that come through as a result of like efforts or journeys, that's, that's nifty, right? Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with a lot of things if it's per, put into context. So I don't imagine it i have i imagined it and said that's weird i don't like it but i suppose i can picture the world where possessions don't matter it's called fucking star trek it's just the star trek (laughs) world with fucking replicators and shit you don't need shit when everything's available so i spent a lot of time imagining that shit not to be fair that possessions there why because i just can't really fathom the world where we end up without possessions that's just weird to me I guess that's the point. However, the rest of it, all the other lines I agree with. Like, no need for greed or hunger. Just love across the land. That's dope. If everyone can have a PS4, because we go, computer, give me a PS4. That's just as good to me as no greed and hunger, okay? It's just as good to me. Everyone having access defeats the need for greed, thus changes everything else. If everyone has access to food... It's not the same thing. Anyway, that's my thoughts. I want you to imagine a place abandoned by hate. Wait, first uh, things first. You have to fathom the way. Late fashion, it happening to be slack in today's age. Flashing, same as cameras that be snapping away. Say cheese and keep a smile as you capture your face. Frame by frame, the man has us so badly enslaved. We actually think we are not free, shackled and changed. Change is what I ask for, not just capital gains. So he's kind of getting us on this journey of a mind puzzle where we're trying to imagine what he's putting forth, this new world where he's like, can you, you can't really imagine it if you're not really even able to see the chains in the system and shit. And there is some strange big brothery and shit going on. Here's the thing, man. Motherfuckers don't need to microchip us. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. A microchip, motherfucker. I'm yep. microchipped already. Look, in case you're on an audio-only version of this, I'm wiggling my phone. I'm microchipped. <laughs> they got me. What the fuck do they need to put some shit in my skin? You think yep. I'm fucking going anywhere without my phone? Are you nuts? Of course not. I'm microchipped already. They got cameras everywhere. The fucking face apps when people do all this shit on the Instas, it's over. Somebody took my fucking picture without my consent for one of those Russian fucking face apps. They've got me. It's just over. I'm in a database. Every one of us is in a fucking database. All of our data, all of our information. Unless you're living completely off the grid and not watching that this video. That doesn't exist. <laughs> 
they still got you somewhere. Even I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. I could be wrong, but they can spot him. The RCMP last week, because of the Canadian shooter, upped its surveillance. So now they can just spy on us more with better tools to algorithmically spy on us. Yeah, great. Anyway, this is just real. So we are enslaved because the world, look, man, I look at office job mediocrity as slavery. I mean, it isn't, but it kind of effectively, this is what middle class, this is what it is when you're not working minimum wage. This is what salary is. You get told, yo, you're going to make more money than you work per hour. And you're like, yo, that's dope because you actually get more money. But then you go in and you find out nine to five is the minimum. They really expect 50, 60 hour weeks, so your value per hour drops significantly. Every time you have a win, they give you more work to do, more things to do. You never get more money, but you're expected to maintain a lifestyle. And when you maintain that lifestyle, you create debt. So now you're forever trapped. And I call the office grind a trap because it really just is no different than a lot of other traps in the world. So when I hear these bars and I'm like, yo, dude's got it figured out. Anyway, not to like go through it all and we move ahead a little bit. Basically, um, he sees a lot of bad shits. He sees a lot of people basically living wrong in this world. And it almost feels like it inspired him to create this album for the people who don't necessarily get the game in the way it's supposed to be to explain how it's been there. Um, I like when he's like past their phase, been there, done that, or just asked Dr. Dre as if I gotten off death row in an aftermath thing came get it because he escaped the bad situation but Dr. Dre's level is death row he got mm -hmm. off it and went with aftermath yep. so here I am to here I am uh, get it so here he is to here I am the name of God is I am and learn to master your ways because you can only serve in my master's yeah, one and my master's Yahweh so I like it he ends up honing back on this humility this servant approach yo and recently I've been feeling myself super close to God and shit so I'm fucking right there with it and I, really, I really like it. And then I feel like there's a metaphor in this shit. Death, burial, and resurrection, then they'll be renewed. And I feel like in a sense, in this album, we've gone through the resurrection metaphorically with him. And that's real cool. And then, uh, anyway, we go into the next verse. Straight out the gates. I mean, the chorus is fine. And then he goes, this, it's so corny and traumatic, but I actually love it for how well it fits it. Long, dark times. They're hard. And like, I know I'm making fun of it because I could just picture the raw vocal files and how goofy they must have sounded before everything came through. Yep. Picturing the man and having talked to him and shit. But I love it because it's like he's pouring his soul and it's beautiful. Better call the SWAT cops and not the riot, uh, riot squads because, and I'm like, that's an interesting line. Like, you know, like, like having like one police versus other ones like this is escalation of different forces and whatnot and people just seem to be getting locked up and shit and then you said the position uh shit straight out the gates that inmates from prison breaks it's ironic my bars and lung cells within your brains to help escape as if held in cage it liberates stimulating simulations which make you elevate so far beyond vr I like VR so much. VR is going to help me elevate my financial gains to the next level, yo. Mm -hmm. So fucking VR. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but no, it's 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 true though, right? Because what he's doing is giving you the spiritual keys to elevate your soul far beyond what a VR headset could even offer you. And trust me, dog, I'm getting skinny on VR. Because, yo, I fucking played a VR boxing. And it's like, pop, pop. And I'm telling you, maybe not there yet, but I'll still be able to box a motherfucker out just because of virtual reality. Anyway, details invigorate your mental state is true. He gave us lots of details. My mental state's invigorated. Yeah. Many men attempt to fail to imitate an emulate, bring in their illustrates, couldn't illustrate kind of odd and sick with it, even though I'm ill. Even when I'm ill, it's straight. 
and it's pretty dope. He's just kind of playing with the language. He's bringing out how good he Isn't is. Isn't there like a Lauryn Hill song called like Many Men or something about oh, many It was a 50 men. Cent song, but um, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm running out of like brain steam. Either way, I'm running out of steam. Sorry. It's fucking dope. The rest of the track plays through. Be proper. And I know there's a whole third verse because it's really a long song. So we'll cut on to the next verse. Hey, yo, imagine detention centers and prisons releasing each offender. Your offense is forgiven. I think a lot about that, especially with credit and debt. If we really wanted to make life better, you would, like, because, yo, like, I got a credit card when I'm 18. By the time I'm, like, 21, my credit's fucked for life. Like, I'm done. It's, like, over for me. Imagine we just reset everyone's credit scores today and said, you're all forgiven. Give everyone a second chance. See how many of us actually have a chance to make it. Go imagine without preventative restrictions like a bad credit score. Could be being wild. free help you more than your correctional systems? No. Imagine I know some men are just wicked, but perhaps special attention's all them anyone's missing. That line makes me picture those like fucking northern Europe weird alternative prison systems where murderers get rehabilitated with like virtually no recidivism rates. Yeah, I so, went to um, Finland once and I saw like one of their jails and it just, it looks like a retirement home. Like it's so chill. Like there was like swings and like... What's important is all these very bad hombres end up not being in a situation yeah. where they come back out and behave and they're taught how to become functional. Like they're just like good whatever. people, just like chilling. And then, you know, so imagine it could be anyone's mission, watching stars form and explode. Is this the end or the beginning? Whoa, imagine if we never existed. Would the planet that we live on be in a better condition? I doubtful. Personally, I think it's doubtful. I think it would just be a different kind of destruction. I mean, I think we're arrogant to think we're fucking up the Earth. I think the Earth is just going to fuck us up because, yo, if, in my opinion we have done damage to an earth but based on its ability to sustain our life not on its ability to exist so no i don't think the earth would be in a better condition i think it might be more hospitable for humans if we weren't here that's my thoughts on that one because you you asked me literally man imagine is this present just fiction nah i definitely think it's non-fiction i definitely think it's not a simulation i definitely think it's an interesting reality we live in where there are people who kind of run the world that we're in. Yep. But I think it's a tribulation. I think life is just a giant test. And some motherfuckers pass and some motherfuckers fail. And that's just kind of what it boils down to. I don't know. Instead of going ahead, uh, how, sorry, uh, in, where everything you think's real is just your, in your head is a vision. And imagine, go ahead and envision how to head a division by going ahead on division. That's literally all I do, dude. That's literally all I do is try <laughs> to figure out how to head on a vision to bring out to a division. All of that shit you just said. You can ask her. Hell, you've heard me say it to you. That is all I try to do is imagine that particular thing. And when it comes to who is the he- in a head-on collision with your head-on couldn't listen, that's fair. I try to keep my head on and listen. Yep. And when it comes to who's the head, Don could list 10, not including Don Lennon, except our head in coalitions. And there's a comp. Yo, could you tell me who the 10 fucking top dudes in the city actually are? I would love to see what like the OGs think they are. Yep. Then I'd love to get the new cats. And then I'd love to see what Google thinks. And put those three lists together and see what the fuck is up. That'd be cool. 
Anyway, I like it. I like the it, it, it Ain't Hard to Tell bar at the end, shouting out some old school stuff because I think it's it's very crucial for rappers to shout out the history of where they come from in terms of hip-hop culture, and the fact that he did that's real do, dope. Anyway, I like this song. I thought it was real dope, and I gave it a 4.5. Uh, I don't have a lot more to say. The beat's kind of airy and cool. Uh, it's nice. I like how every track on this project sounds different. Uh, so I guess that's the end of this review. Yep. Every track on this song sounds different. I know I just said that, but it was worth saying twice because it was so profound. You get this whole story arc experience that I've explained, but really what you're getting is a man with a lot of tricks up his sleeves, able to come at it with multiple quick pace blows. I like the fact that he wasn't slow. I'm not the biggest fan of slow rap, so that was dope. I but he's the- able to like vary in terms of like his speed, and I think that that's kind of cool. It shows off like his talents. And like the beats are modern sounding, so he's not trying to be an old foggy boom bapper. Cause let's be real, man, who the fuck? I know a lot of y'all are, but like I just kind of like the modern sounds. I think we've come a long way in terms of technology, and yeah. it just makes music sound a lot better in a lot of ways. It makes rock music sound way worse, but it makes these beats sound blessed as fuck, and I like <laughs> that. I think he just shows his ability to be adaptable. I know approximately how old he is, so the fact that he's making shit this fire in a modern era is just amazing to me because that's what we need is kind of the old cast to stop trying to be old fogies and be a little young and modern with their shape. Like I think Budapest is a standout track for real. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I get the album a 4.65, but keep in mind it's a fucking EP and it doesn't count for shit when it's an EP <laughs> in terms of album reviews because five versatile tracks is good. Although I'm pretty sure if it was like 20 songs long, it would still be a good mark. It's yeah. just it doesn't count when it's an EP. Anyway, that's me. Um, yeah, I give this um, uh, EP a 4.4 on 5, so it's 88%. It is pretty damn good. It, like, it is consistent. It's, like, pretty great. I like that it's, you know, he, he sticks true. He stays true to himself. Um, I don't know. There's a, it's, a, it's a cool one. You should go check it out. And I definitely agree with you that Budapest and, um, yeah, is, yeah, that one's, like, a, a pretty big hit. And so is uh, Not a G. And I think those are pretty good, good hits. So, well done. It's nice to, to, to listen to um, a local talent. Not quite as good as uh, Cali Green's. Whoop. But um, I enjoyed it a lot. That's fair. Golden Goddess is still my favorite track of mm. the, the last three Sovereign Music Movement tapes I've heard. I'm sorry, boys, but... <laughs> Ladies know what's up. Golden Goddess is just funky. Anyway, thank you all for watching. Feel free to leave a comment down in the comment section if you're feeling it. Feel free to subscribe to the channel for more reviews if you dig that shit. Go buy the Sovereign Music Movement's content. And to do that, we can listen to Mr. Lennon's uh, uh, suggestions and type... uh, sovereign music movement into your address bar and just google that shit and then click on the link and then put your credit card information and hand the money and then sovereign music movement cut me a little little commission here we can talk (laughs) affiliate links i'm I'm joking i'm really i'm it's just that's what my day job is like that's what i do for a little bit at work anyway um so i appreciate y'all and uh special thanks to the patrons ismail goddamsey chris brado jonathan barnes dg black hurricane linda williams uh scribble and carl they're dope they support what we do get to see some reviews if yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. support us you can do that by the patreon i drop music my, uh, i make music myself i dropped a song may 13th very recent check that out let me know what you think got a new one coming june 24th so yo check the distro kid link click on that give me some love down there i really need the love please follow me on spotify and sheets anyway love y'all live long and prosper everyone peace guys